Good morning and welcome to Coffee with Kim. I am so glad that you joined me. Can you guys believe it's been one year? Wow, it just I can't believe how fast this year went. But uh, I am, again, thankful for all of you and everyone who's been listening and part of this uh, podcast. And I know it's in its, its infancy stage, it's beginning, but do not despise the day of small beginnings. This is a good thing to get the word of God out and... Um, Thank you for joining me on this and and for all your encouragement and prayers. And um, yeah, I'm just so blessed by all of you that have been listening and sending me messages. So keep them coming. I want to know what God's doing in your life as you've been journaling through with me and following. And um, we've been doing One Day Legacy and we've been in the Word of God every day, reading a different verse or been in a whole book of the Bible. For the month of November, we're back to... um, where we pause and reflect and celebrate Thanksgiving. And we are in this place where we give thanks, thankfulness to God and reading these scriptures that, that talk about that and just change our perspective. You know, um, we have found, and my husband teaches a lot on one thing that's necessary, obviously be at Jesus feet, but in all things, give thanks to be a thankful people. Like even in the hard seasons and even in the struggle, like I thank God that I've been able to go through what I've been, what I have gone through because it brought me to a sweeter place with him. And so these struggles that we go through and, and the things that the enemy tries to get us off track with, if we allow God to have um, control of our lives, it, it causes us to be thankful that we went through something so that it made us stronger and it made us, you know, made me more um, in tune with what the Holy Spirit is doing. And so as we're reading these verses this month, that's what, that's my heart for you and my hope for you that you are growing in your thanks to God, for God, with God, which brings us to today. And um, guys, today's one of, I always say one of my favorite verses, but this is just beautiful. It's 2 Corinthians 2 verse 14, and then do a little bit of 15 too. And it says, but thank God he has made us his captives and he continues to lead us along in Christ's triumphal procession. Now he uses us to spread the knowledge of Christ everywhere like a sweet perfume. Our lives are a Christ-like fragrance rising up to God. And it continues, it says, but but this fragrance is offensive to those who don't know, right? And so we have this beautiful verse right here talking about what it looks like as our lives, as we live lives of thankfulness to God, as we live lives that um, emanate and and are, sorry about that, I dropped something, Um, as we live lives a captive life, of Christ. Like, think about that for a minute. You know, I I really feel like in the whole charismatic movement, you know, we've claimed that verse, I'm free. He set me free, but we forgot that you're free to follow Christ, to be a captive of Christ. And so am I free? Absolutely. I'm free to live for him, which means my past, the things that held me down, um, past sin life, past things, those things are gone. I'm free from that, but I am a slave to Christ. He has made me his captive. What does that mean? Like if you're captive, if someone is a captive audience, it means you're on the edge of your seat. You're just looking intently. You know, when you're watching a really, really good movie and it has you, like you, someone talks to you like, shh, (laughs) 
He has us captive, but but does he? Does he have you captive? Are you his captive? Are you on the edge of the seat watching, waiting for him, listening for him? Is your ear turned toward him? And it says he continues to lead us along in Christ's procession, in Christ's triumph. You're not out here doing this thing on your own. You're doing it with Christ. We are following Christ. You know, I've said this before. If you say, you know, God is your co-pilot, get out of the plane because he should be the pilot. He is the one driving this thing, not you. You are not God. You are a child of God. We are his captives and we, we go where he leads. And so we are captive and we are watching. And as he leads, we go where he leads. And why? It's to spread the knowledge of him everywhere. This was his command to us, go make disciples, preaching me. <laughs> Talk about me. And so I, I see it again. I'm getting really excited. I'm seeing a, a generation rise up that just wants Jesus. They're tired of programs and formats and conferences and hype and big names. They're tired of that. They just want Jesus. And it is exciting me. I, I can hardly stand it. Like when I'm with them, I just get like all goosebumps because their purity in just Jesus and they don't care if they're in a living room or a coffee shop or, you know, out at the park. They don't care. It's just about Jesus. And so that's what this verse is meaning to me. Like he's made me captive. He has my full attention. My eyes are on him. I'm on the edge of my seat with him and I'm going where he leads me. And it's for the purpose of spreading his name. So there's our clue right there. There's a lot of people trying to spread their name, trying to bring their name to the forefront trying to have big names at conferences and big names come here. It's Jesus is the only name that matters. He is the only name that matters. And so our our job as captives of, captives of Christ is to lead where he is taking us for the purpose of spreading his name everywhere so that it becomes this wonderful fragrance. That's what we are. That's who we are at our core. That's who we should be at our core. And so it says, give thanks for that. So God, we do, we give thanks that you are holding us captive, that we are your um, active participants in what you are doing. We don't want to be doing our own thing, God. We want to do what you are doing. And we want whatever you are doing in us to be this pleasing aroma as we are going around spreading the name of Jesus, making Jesus the one that people look to, not us, not a stage, not anything else other than you. God, just help us remember that in this season right now, where we're in the season of Thanksgiving, God, that our thanks is to you, that in all things we give thanks and that our lives are a Christ-like fragrance rising up to you. So guys, you know, our lives become that as we continually are captivated by him. So it really, like, again, one of my, one of my life's messages is the secret place. And you can't survive unless you are in the secret place. You know, I was just speaking at a school this weekend and, you know, my heart is like, it's the ministry on at his feet before the ministry on the street. A friend of mine, uh, Jimmy Nyman says from the secret place to every place, like we can't do what God wants us to do unless we are captivated by him in the secret place. And we've spent a lot of time in Exodus and it's very interesting. And, you know, you read Exodus, and you know, the stories, but the beauty that Moses built the tabernacle. God said, here's the tabernacle. We know that it's a portrait of Christ. It's, you know, it's the portrait that's in heaven. This is what it looks like. But then he said, here's where I want you to meet me over there in the tent of meeting in the secret place where no one else can be. <laughs> so we have these expressions. We have this tabernacle. We have all that. 
but he's saying, but I want you over here with me. And it's this beautiful representation of we, we need our times together, absolutely, but we live from this tent of meeting. We live from this secret place. And how do you know you've been in this place with God? Because it says in Exodus, when Moses um, left there, his whole countenance was different. His face was different. People knew that he was with him. And what is the promise? God said, I'll go with you. Like when you leave from this place, I go with you. And I go with you and you will go in rest. So we know we've been in the secret place when everything we do is from a position of rest. It's his presence is with us and our whole countenance has changed. And so I'm submitting to you that as we are captive, as Second Corinthians says, as we are captive and he's leading us, the fragrance is what people see. And so it's a fragrance that can be seen. It's a fragrance that can be smelled, but it's the same exact thing that they're talking about, this tent of meeting where his face shone, his countenance was different. He was at peace in all these things. That's what Christ wants for us. So as we are captives of him, this is what happens to us. We become people of rest. We become people of his presence. We become people carrying his fragrance that is just not in a hurry. It's not in a rush. It's not bringing attention to ourselves. It's always pointing back to Jesus, always. So as you are going through your day today and going through you know, the holiday coming up, just concentrate on that. God, make me your captive so that I'm captivated by you. Guys, be blessed today, and um, I'm going to be doing a special podcast in the next day or two uh, about our ministry, and we have a, a very special night coming up. But thank you for joining with me. It's been an amazing year, and I, I am looking forward to what God is going to speak to us coming up. If, in December, I have a new um, One Day Legacy coming out that um, I just feel is really vital. <laughs> and so I hope you join me. You can message me, find me on Facebook or whatever you want to do, but please let me know that you've been enjoying this podcast and spending time with me. I've really been enjoying all of you and I'm praying for all of you and have a wonderful day. 